Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is part two of 20 real estate market crash predictions. And we are going to get right to point number 11. If you did not listen to yesterday's podcast or watch us on YouTube, please do so. You will, I think, get a lot of uh, education, motivation, and get you into action when you stay connected to our podcast and our YouTube series that we're doing for all of you guys right now. What we're doing is we're designing information that is intentionally putting you in a position to feel confident. That is really what Julie and I's mission is because so many agents, the words that we're reading and hearing from, you know, we hear from, I don't even know how many of you a day. uh, And it's uh, frankly our pleasure to help you in any way we can. But the word that we're, the phrasing that we're hearing constantly is freaking out. I'm freaking out. The market's freaking out. My agents are freaking out. My team leaders are freaking out. Heard it all day on coaching calls. Okay, (laughs) And it is that variety. It could be you freaking out. Could be somebody you know freaking out. Could be uh, clients, prospects, buyers, sellers, other agents. There's a very common freak out. Had an interesting conversation with uh, Tammy in Virginia, one of our great brokers, and she was talking about how, um, you know, many of the agents that rely on her to lead the way are presenting as freaking out about the market. And we talked about, you know, this is going to continue for a while because it's uncertainty. We have a generation of agents, 10 to 15 years, and a lot of you guys listening are 10 to 15 months or minutes licensed, right? <laughs> Seconds. Seconds. So that is not lost on us. We appreciate that. We're, we're not saying just, you know, when you get in somebody's face, you say, stop freaking out. Sometimes they can freak out more. We're giving you these 20 points to do what Tim just said, educate you, motivate you, and keep you into action. Well, One of the things that Tammy said was when she feels the stress from other people, she just buckles down and does the work. Well, again, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. And what we're all experiencing right now, what we're going to experience even more. Well, let me take a sidestep. Julie and I, I think, read or watched or listened. I don't even know where. We're constantly consuming content uh, to help you guys and to make our podcast and our YouTube channel better and obviously our coaching company. Well, one of the things we heard was that the real the inflation is not even really gotten started. In other words, the inflation, the psychological effects of the inflation will truly be felt after the 4th of July. Now, why? Because for the first time, a lot of people are going to be trying to, you know, essentially celebrate 4th of July barbecues and maybe road trips to the summer and all these other things. And yet they're finding out things are extraordinarily expensive by comparison, up 20%, 30% in some cases, depending on what you're looking at. Yes, I know the inflation rate is supposedly 9%, but is that what your inflation rate is, listeners? I mean, that's an interesting little thought experiment. Go and look to see what you're spending money on compared to 12 months ago and you find what your true inflation rate is. Chances are your gas bill, your utility bill, your, you know, everything. It's gone up by, you know, for the most part, more than 9%. But that's, you know, that's an aside. The point being is many people, essentially all of you, anyone who's listening to us that's younger than probably, let's do the math. If you first of all been in real estate for uh, since like say 2008, you've never really experienced anything other than 
for the most part, an inflating or a rapidly appreciating market. Houses, for the most part, sold themselves and there was massive FOMO in the market for you missing out. All that FOMO is now essentially, it's still, they're still there. Buyers still want to buy houses. It's still going to stay a strong seller's market. There's still going to be inflation that's going to drive prices up. Let's be very clear about that. But the reality of it is the psychology that is affecting everybody, that's what really is causing people to freak out. The psychology of seeing things uh, you know, rise in price, the psychology of being fearful. So many people have never really experienced the really the grasp the idea that you know things can go in different directions other than up, up, up. Now remember, again, don't get too mired in this thinking because you are in real estate. You are at some point smart enough to get a real estate license and smart enough to want to listen to this podcast. And you are in a blessed career and a blessed opportunity. How is that true? I'll give you an example. I was on a coaching call uh, this morning with a fantastic agent who sells very expensive real estate in New York City and in LA. And he wants to start working expireds, which is fantastic. That's, you know, one of the things that we really specialize in smart. is helping agents totally, helping agents learn how to work expireds. And why? It's been after a series of coaching calls where I was explaining to him, this is really what it means when the market changes. It just means that the there's different people that are going to be essentially making the money. Almost always that's what happens. There's a changing of the guard. The people that were top dogs in the old market won't be in the new market. Matter of fact, unfortunately, and this and you know, this is nothing to uh, revel in or celebrate, but unfortunately, a lot of the people that were the top dogs using the old market's methodology are the ones that suffer the most. Those are the ones that were running very low margin, very high overhead businesses. The ones who were doing a lot marketing and branding, the ones that thought the whole world was going to be a path to their door because all their social influencing, networking, this, that, and the other TikTok video, blah, 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 blah. And those are the folks that unfortunately have never taken the time to uh, understand that they're going to have to pivot because they've never had to, in some cases, their entire lives. So if, if you're talking to someone who's 35, you know, lop off 15 years. You know, there were essentially 20 when the market basically was in any kind of recession. They were in college, maybe, or maybe in the military. You guys get the point? So most of the people you're tripping over yourselves, you've never been through a transitioning market. Now, this market is or what we're transitioning from in and into is more significant in every meaningful way than anything Julie and I've seen in our adult lives. And that's and I want you to you know ponder that. Because this is more significant, by far, it's going to positively and adversely affect more people than the housing crisis even did. You think the housing crisis was a big deal? This is going to be by far more significant because it affects everybody. You could argue that the housing crisis affected everybody as, uh, as well. But there are a lot of things that were marketably different. They're not going to be, uh, you know, essentially, all the safeguards that were in place back then, essentially the amount of savings, uh, the debt, all these different scenarios, uh, interest rates, they aren't in play now. So you're going to see a lot of uh, people that when the tide goes out, who turns out they were swimming naked the whole time. That's what happens in every market. A recession is a natural, well, I shouldn't call it natural because this certainly is man-created, human-created, but a recession is nothing other than really a clearing event allowing old ideas that can't evolve and you know essentially be timely to the new market to die off and allow new ideas to enter in. And that is exactly what's going to happen now. So you've got to be putting your mind in a place 
where like where do you go how do you pivot we're going to be giving you more of our predictions but ultimately just remember you are in real estate your primary objective is to help people that is it if you are focused on helping people and you're focused on helping to solve their problems that's buying and selling real estate then the next natural thing you're going to want to do you're going to have to do is learn the skills to back it up and we've made it very easy for you all you have to do is text the word premier to 47372 text the word premier to 47372 and you can join our premier coaching program 100% for free and that does entitle you to a daily semi-private coaching session with one of our Harris certified coaches you do get all of our you get the scripts you get the objection handlers you get the presentations you get our 90-day massive action plan you get the real estate I mean you get all of our social networking uh, uh, lead generation plans you learn how to prospect Everything that we talk about on this podcast, and this is the number one listened to daily podcast, and we're working on making this the number one viewed YouTube channel. Uh, all that information is available to you, and it doesn't cost you anything. That's how we pivoted to meet the market where I was at, because we knew, you know, there's 1.8 million uh, real estate agents in, in at least the United States. Well, that's 1.8 million people probably that don't know what the heck they're supposed to be doing right now. That's the reason we need, made Premier Coaching so accessible. So. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States or you don't want to do any texting, that's fine as well. Just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Members.timandjulieharris.com and you can sign up for Premier Coaching. And you can, depending on when you join, you can be on your semi-private coaching session maybe even today. It happens every day at 1 p.m. Eastern, correct? Noon Eastern. Noon Eastern. Yep. So make sure you are enrolling right away. So again, uh, text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to com. Yes, and by the way, 100% of our hair cert certified coaches are not just actively licensed and practicing, but all of them have been through market shifts before. You are not being coached by somebody who is deer in the headlights as some of you feel. So that's an important difference and why you wanna to go to your daily semi-private coaching sessions. All right, point number 11. Remember, our mission here is to educate you, motivate you, and keep you into action, get you into action. If you missed points one through 10, get caught up on yesterday's podcast. Point number 11, again, these are our predictions as the market shifts. Some of the, what we call convenience companies that emerged during COVID won't be viable anymore due to higher gas and food prices. For example, delivery services. Some of you guys are used to say getting your burritos delivered for maybe it was 40 bucks and now it's going to be 50 bucks and you're going to stop doing that and the delivery service can't do it because the gas is too much. Now, why is that relevant to real estate? Because there's a lot of people that were living in a lot of different situations and they've become somewhat, the lifestyle had become somewhat uh, dependent on essentially delivery services. And you're talking about all the things you can think of, but there are so many businesses, guys, and there's, I don't even know how many businesses. Julie and I were sort of brainstorming about this. We came up with the easy one, you know, DoorDash or whatever, but there's so many businesses that are predicated on certain market situations or uh, essentially, let me say it a different way, economic uh, situations that do not, don't exist anymore. Cheap gas, low interest rates. Well, that's going to knock out whole sectors of these, you know, gig economy type jobs, which is going to also maybe change the opportunities available to you for, you know, different types of real estate. Use your creativity, uh, use your entrepreneurial angst to figure out ways 
that you can um, realize that maybe indeed this is going to be a shift. Maybe there's a major employer that's near that's going to essentially have a lot of people that want to sell their houses and move someplace else. Well, that could be an opportunity for uh, new listings. Be aware. Look at a macro level to see where the opportunities are. When there's a big shift like this that happens, the opportunities, even though the shift happened fast, the shift happened fast, the opportunities will creep up. So you got to start thinking, what are the employers in my town? Do I have a lot of tech employers that are essentially not going to be able to keep their employees because of the nature of the economy's change? This is a long-term shift. This isn't a matter of months. This is most likely going to be this whole process is going to take years. The last time we had something like this between 71 and 81, 1971 to 1981, um, it lasted 10 years. Point number 12. Point number 12, our prediction number 12, the quality of leads you've been buying, we know you do it, will continue to deteriorate and become an even worse investment. The cost will skyrocket even as the quality nosedives. I don't know why anybody would wait to break up with that situation. We've never been advocates of buying leads. You guys know that, especially buyer leads. But the reality of it is, is buying buyer leads now is even become, well, you guys know, I don't even have to tell you, but the bought buyer leads are even becoming crappier as far as quality. But in a recession where essentially you're dealing with less qualified buyers, you think it was hard to making uh, to make a bought buyer lead work before you just wait. And especially now that you see companies like, well, the big ones that are the lead sellers, they're going to start charging you referral fees. Point number 13. Point number 13, agents and brokers who are unwilling to adjust to the new market requiring new skills will wash out. Out of the business. As you mentioned earlier, one of the things that happens in a recession is the great reset, the great uh, rejiggering of skills and businesses and people who start to do better and others who wash out. Make you sure don't, you're not the second. If you're feeling emotionally like you're at the end of your rope and you're not showing what direction, sure what direction you want to go, and I know there's some of you who are saying, you know what, Tim, I made it through the last one. I do not want to do it again. I'm going to check out. I'm going to go live in my boat in the middle of the lagoon. I got it. There were people we knew who did just that. Yep. I had coaching clients in 07 that said, Tim, I went through this before. These were people that were older than me. And I didn't, you know, they had a lot more, like maybe I remember one in particular, it was in Hawaii. I had some other people that mm-hmm. basically said, you know what? We've been through major recessions before. I know how long this lasts. Um, I, I don't want to deal with it. I'm Opted going to, out. I, opting out. I've got enough money saved. We had people buy RVs and drive around the country. We had all kinds of different things yep. happen like that. Yeah. I had a coaching client that had a builder with land and he made this special deal. This was actually, uh, twice that I've seen this where you could park your IV RV for up to two years. As long as you ended up building, he set up all the utilities. That was basically people fleeing that situation. So, all right, uh, point number 14, there's already increased demand for agents who are great at live presentations. I'm seeing this amongst coaching clients already, Tim. I think you are too. So be able to do live presentations. Now, live presentations still in some cases are over Zoom, so know who your audience is. But the demand for doing live in person so I can look at you eye to eye, belly to belly, and know who I'm dealing with, your sellers are getting more particular about that. Well, that's true. And again, this goes back to a skill set. You know, I, I think about our eight and a half year old daughter, right? Yep. And how much like you were, you and I have um, observed that the fact that she's very proficient uh, problem solving on any Mac device, Apple device, right? I know. Well, it's, it's, it's because she had to learn all that. And she knows the little kid knows how to type. I mean, her tiny yeah. little hands hardly stretch the keyboard, but the reality of it is, mm-hmm is that all the pandemic woes had caused her to evolve in ways that maybe wouldn't have happened as fast. That is a good and a bad thing. 
It is. Well, I mean, I was talking to Tammy about this earlier. There is a generation of kids, and I think in the future they might even be called the COVID generation, where you had pre-K, kinder, first and second graders learning how to type and deal with technology way sooner than they normally would, even in today's terms, right? So yeah, being able to present in a multitude of different ways, whether it's in Zoom or on person, is becoming really critical. And that brings us to point number well, 15. But to that point, if you mm -hmm. want to have an unfair advantage in this marketplace, you've got to go the opposite direction that everyone else is going. Yep. The same dire the direction that everyone else is going for the most part, all your competitors in real estate, they're pretty much going the same exact direction they have been for years. Bought leads, branding, they're doing passive stuff. If you want to really have an edge on the market, what you've got to do is what they're not willing to do, which means you have to learn how to be a proactive lead generator and you have to learn how to essentially have real honest to God sales skills. You know you need it. Stop resisting it. And what you'll find on the other side of it is, again, remember knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. You'll see opportunity everywhere because it is a, it is everywhere. You don't have, you're not going to have to, you know, create some clever online mousetraps to hopefully have some buyer or seller, you know, trip themselves up in it because you're going to realize that this is the most blessed industry you could possibly be in because you're selling something that every single human needs, no matter whether they're um, young or old, everyone needs to live in a home, homeless people aside, God bless them. But the reality of it is, is you are selling something that everybody needs. Now in a market like this, in an economy like this, if you're not selling something that everybody needs, you've got something to worry about. If you're selling a vault, something that people can choose to opt out of or not buy as much of, or just completely say, I don't want it anymore. You, again, those of you who are alive during the great recession, you'll remember a lot of people were doing that. They're a big, you know, we talked about this the other day, voluntary simplicity and staycations and all those things. So you are not in one of those businesses. You're in the real estate business. People have to live in a home. People are going to have to buy and sell no matter what the interest rates are, no matter who the president is, no matter what the economy is doing, no matter what's going on in the world, people will always need uh, to buy or sell real estate. So good job, you. Good move. Now learn the skills necessary for you to be successful uh, while you're selling real estate. And by the way, the, one of, the thing I'm really excited about because of this market is A, the opportunities for all of you guys, assuming you're not going to procrastinate learning the new skills necessary. But B, the fact is, is that right now, sellers in particular, well, buyers as well, but sellers in particular need you more than they perhaps ever have, or at least in all of your adult or professional real estate sure. lives. Sellers are going to need you. They're going to need you to have the skills to get the job done, but they're also going to, frankly, need you to help them psychologically work through all of the different angstful feelings that they themselves have. Remember, freaking out. It's them as well. That's right. So that brings us to point number 15. Listing presentations will become much more competitive as sellers become more careful and picky more of a skills-based market and less relationship-oriented. Now, that doesn't mean that you should stop talking to your database, your past clients, your center of influence, but it does mean that in spite of the fact that you are talking with them, you can no longer rest on your laurels that you're the only one who they're thinking about listing with. It's going to become more and more competitive because what they get for their home is going to, you know, pricing and things like, I think that's a future point. Pricing yeah. is going to be more particular. So expect to compete more. Um, the most powerful real estate agent, you guys, the only, well, frankly, I'll just tell you guys a funny story. When Julie and I were active real estate agents and some listing appointments, we'd go uh, mostly upper ends, we'd go on together. And when we went on those listing appointments, there was one agent in particular that actually, that she was a very viable competitor to us. Mm -hmm. And the reason was, is because she had skills 
and she knew how to work her centers of influence and past clients. Yep. So if we were competing against her with her skills and her ability and knowing that we we're competing against one of her cells, you know, you guys get the gist of it. That was some stout competition. Now, if she had just had the centers of influence of past uh, clients relationship, but she didn't actually have any sales skills, she would have been toast. But the very fact that she had both of them, that made her a very viable competitor. And yes, Sandy Rains, I'm talking about you. <laughs> but now there, here's the and number one uh, agent in all of Ohio, by the way, is who we're talking about. So here's the thing I want you guys to take into consideration. You do have to work your centers of influence and past clients. That does have to be one of your first spokes on your lead generation wheel. But centers of influence and past client agents that do not have skills like we're trying to, you know, basically get you guys to understand you need, you will not make it. The centers of influence and past client agents who are used to getting their business just because they know somebody or their one degree, right, or referral, those are the agents that suffer the most because they're going to go on appointments and they're going to lose. Even if it's a referral, they're not going to take the listing because all it's going to take is an agent that comes in there. Even if that agent is not a center of influence and past client lead, maybe that agent called them and set the appointment, that agent's going to win if that seller is more convinced that the other, you know, non-connected agent is going to be able to solve their problem at a higher level. This is a skills-based market, market way more than a relationships-based market. Point number 16, politicized businesses will run their course because people's tolerance for that is waning. I think a lot of that got legs before we had, you know, things like the recession and inflation to be talking about. Well, then, you know, again, this is something we talk about in our best-selling book, Harris Rules. Be a Republicrat. And I know a lot of, and we, Julie and I, we definitely took some bullets for this. We had people that were trying to get us to be political, yeah. people that are trying to get us to take one side or the other side or trying to get us to wave one flag or the other. And we did not do it because we know ultimately those are just trends that change. Look how much changing has happened in just the last 24 to 36 months about some of these social causes. They just come and then they go and then others come and then they go. So the best thing for you to do, if your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people, make it so as many different people want to do business with you. And again, that means you have to be a Republicrat, which means you have to see both sides of the argument, which takes it makes it so that you should not be in the mosh pit arguing the finer points of some, you know, asinine political hot button. That is not your role. Your role is to solve people's problems. Julie, point number 17. Yes. Number 17, agents must embrace more proactive lead generation and will be rewarded for doing so. It's faster and more effective. And I have to say, Tim, as soon as, you know, that first rate hike went up and people, it was on the radar that the market was shifting and we got our coaching clients into action, both our elite coaching clients, we talked to one-on-one, -on -one, but as well as what the coaches are doing in Premier Coaching every day, we got you into action ASAP. And the fact that you are already being rewarded for being proactive is very evident. So kudos to all of you guys who already are carrying more listings than you're used to have more pendings than you're used to and have better lead flow because you're being super proactive. It's really important you get when I'm at this point, Julie and I have been lacing this in through everything we've been doing in the like mostly the last six months in our podcast. This is a perfect time for anybody who's willing to change. Now that could be a new agent who doesn't have a lot of, you know, garbage in their attic that they need to root out essentially obsolete ways of thinking or you know, essentially, uh, you know, really ego-based marketing things. All those types of things are going to be the burden of mostly agents that have been in the business for a while. The market is going to be owned by agents who are willing to pivot and meet the market where it's, where it is and where it is, is it being skills-based like never before. Point number 18, companies selling you guys speculative lead generation will dry up. Why is that? 
because you're all getting real clear on what doesn't work and you're canceling it. So a lot of those companies are just going to go away. It happens every time there's a shift like that. That's this. right. They've been selling you guys on FOMO. Listen, if you don't buy this zip code, your your competitor's going to buy it. You know, we have to, you know, they have this fancy little AI algorithm thingamajobber that's going to give you all the exact you know information, all these people in your market. You guys have heard all these pitches if you've been in the business. Well, they never really worked in the first place. They're certainly not going to work now. And all those companies are going to go out of business. Matter of fact, in the real estate tech business industry of which there were, I don't even know how, I heard something like 2,500 uh, businesses are in the real estate agent vendor space selling you guys stuff. All, how many of those businesses are based on selling you leads? How many of those businesses are actually going to be in business? And again, we're not celebrating anybody's failure. We want everyone to win, but I want you to be observant of this. All the speculative venture funded businesses that were all designed to essentially get between you and your customer, those are all going to go out of business. All the lead selling businesses, most of them are going to go out of business. Very, very low margin teams and brokerages are going to go out of business. I'll tell you businesses that were really going to do well, the one in particular that's going to do extremely well is eXp Realty. There's no doubt in our mind, the company has no debt. The company operates at a profit. The company is actually growing while everyone else is shrinking. And yes, of course, Julie and I are associated with eXp Realty. We'd love the opportunity to be your sponsors of eXp Realty. If you'd like to talk with me directly about that, please feel free to text me at 512-758-0206. So if you're ready to join eXp Realty, you've not chosen your sponsor and you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be proactive in your success, we'd be honored if you'd consider us for that, that role in your life. And do text us directly at 512-758-0206. And yes, that is my actual cell phone number. So do text, don't call. And Julie, point number 19. 19. All right. Agents will have to be much more exacting in their pricing strategies or wind up with an expired listing or fired before it actually expires. How many of you guys listening have just been getting 30 or 60 day listing agreements done because you knew it was probably going to sell this weekend? You got to stop that. You are going to deal with price reductions. You are going to deal with expireds. We have a rule amongst our coaching clients. But this they're all, not allowed to have expireds. They're only allowed to take expireds. Everything you just said is 100% based on skills. Like I just read, yep. I was thinking about what you said. You're going to have to be able to position the seller when you take the listing, that there might be some uh, price adjustments necessary. You might need to reposition the house in the market to correctly reflect the market's expectations. You're going to have to do that in such a way that doesn't piss the seller off. Otherwise, you won't get the listing. Or if you get the listing and you piss the seller off because you don't know how to say things in such a way that they'll receive the message, you will get fired. You're going to have to be very strategic about how long you take a listing for. The sellers are going to, they're very, very conditioned to short-term listings. And short-term listings are not going to be a smart move now. So you're going to have to learn how to use service guarantees that we include in our um our uh, pre-listing pack, like you're going to want, you need to put risk reversal guarantees about the services you're going to provide in your listing contracts. We teach you how to do that in premier coaching. These are all the millions of ways that this market just changed seemingly overnight. The expectation of the buyers really the greatest angstful feelings, the greatest challenge, the freaking out is going to come from the people who are trying to make today work, operate like it did only maybe a month ago. Everything has changed. We've been in a bear market in the stock market for five months, but we're not in a bear market in real estate, but we are certainly in a bear market when it comes to the skills to be successful in real estate. And this is your wake-up call, so hopefully you're going to know how to take action on it. Remember, we'd love to have you in Premier Coaching, so text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Julie, point number 20. Point number 20 is my favorite. 
No one cares more about your success in real estate than you and I, Tim and Julie Harris, and all of our Harris certified coaches. Well, maybe their spouses and their kids. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. But I'll give you an example. I just came off, as you know, of uh, six coaching calls in a row. These mm -hmm. are my one-on-one -on -one clients. And three out of six of them, we had conversations not just about adjusting the price to more accurately represent the expectations in the market, but also the concept that, you know what, when you do that, it's also a good time to extend that listing agreement. You're doing paperwork anyway. This is something that, that we haven't talked about in a long time that comes out in coaching. This is a new thought for half of those clients. Well, also a great time to say, oh, by the way, Mr. Seller, who do you know yep. who's thinking about buying or preferably selling in this market that I should be helping? Mm -hmm. See, this is the difference, guys. Everything's changing. I'm excited for all of you. This is going to be a transformative opportunity for you guys to really hit hard reset on your goals and your expectations for your business and for your personal life. But please do not delay. That's the worst thing you can do. Don't wait for the clouds to clear. Don't wait for someone to show you the way. Don't wait for someone to do the work for you. Don't wait. Waiting will, honestly guys, waiting is going to cause it so that you might never move and might not ever take action. Waiting will make it so that you could lose confidence in yourself. And that's unfortunately what we saw happen. People would wait. And I, this is, again, this is our fourth major recession. This is going to be the doozy of all the doozies. But we, what will happen typically, and this is normal human behavior, not just in our industry, but in life in general, they are going to wait until the perceived pain of waiting, the ramifications, the negative ramifications of having waited are greater than what essentially they perceive the ramifications are of having taken the actions. It's like the doctor who goes, has, sees this patient, has been seeing this patient for 20 years and the patient has gotten, you know, fatter and fatter and fatter, heavier and heavier and heavier. I know there's a social taboo talking about, you know, the negative health ramifications of people that develop real obesity problems and, but they're real. You could develop diabetes. Some of you guys, you know, maybe have this issue yourself or know people that do. And just hear what I'm saying. Don't shut off just because I talked about something like that because I'm trying to help you guys. And I had a coaching client like this, matter of fact. Um, I'll just pivot. I'll tell you his story that might be a little less personal. His name was Mano Castroneves, if I remember correctly. So Mano, as in the painter Mano, he was Monet. 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 Oh, sorry. Sorry. Monet. Yeah. He was really, really fat evidently. And this was before he was a coaching client. And he went to the doctor after a series of, you know, decades and the doctor always telling him that he's developing diabetes. And the doctor finally said, uh, because essentially when you have really bad diabetes, you will run the risk of having some of your fingers, toes, maybe even legs removed because of blood circulation. The doctor told him straight up, we're not telling you to lose weight anymore. We're telling you to schedule your first surgery, first surgery. So Monet said, hell to the no on that one. And then he decided he's actually going to take this weight loss thing seriously. And he lost all of his weight. And this is about after he lost all of his weight is when he came into our lives as a coaching client. But he was in such good shape. He was so radical in his weight loss that he was on the cover of some men's fitness magazine. Now, why am I telling you that? What the big takeaway is? Yes, that's a success story. Yay, yay, yay. That's great. And it is. It's awesome. But what really you should be learning from your own you know, edification really is that if you are one of the, if you're like Monet and you're going to wait for a doctor to tell you you're going to lose a leg before you're going to take it seriously, if you see yourself acting like that, I want you to be introspective and ask yourself, how's that working out for you? Because sometimes you don't have the opportunity to take a breath and go lose the weight. Sometimes you just lose the leg. And that's what we saw happen during the last housing crash to a lot of brokerages and teams in particular. They waited too long. They tried to support what bit. So the business models that were working in the old market, 
they work, but they don't work at the same level in the new market or they don't work at all. So what works in one market uh, won't necessarily work in the next market. In big expense, big overhead, big branding, marketing, lead buying business models in this new market don't work. And the margins that you were making for the most part off those old business models were so small anyway, those margins go away. But here's what happens is that people don't know, the team leaders, the brokers don't know to pivot to the to essentially change the business model, usually until it's too late. And what happens is psycho psychologically is that they then lose confidence in their own ability to recreate their business or they think they're too old or their best days are behind them or that was their big success and now they're just going to live a compromised life. And that is what happens when you wait too long. So do not wait too long. If you do not have the benefit of age and experience, listen to people who do and I'm giving you the bottom line. The worst thing you can do is procrastinate. Procrastinating in a market like this, you could essentially lose months, lose years. You could essentially take a direction in your life that will be so, you know, frankly, I don't even want to talk about it anymore because I'm starting to have people's minds and faces or names and faces pops in my mind of people who did take the wrong road because they did wait too long. Please don't be like those people. Take action on this. And the, the way to tune your wavelength is remembering your highest and truest purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. Just focus on that. How do you feel when you help to solve somebody else's problem? It gives you everything you want in terms of self-fulfillment. It give, makes you feel important. It makes you, all these good, amazing, amazing emotions come from that. Well, then how do you get more of that? And what you learn the skills that those people need. Then how, what happens as a, uh, you know, a direct benefit from you having helped more and more people? Well, I know what. You become wealthy. You become rich. You become independently, financially, never having to worry about ups and, ups and downs in the economy again. That is what happens on the other side of accepting the fact that knowledge equals confidence and ignorance equals fear. That's right. So you guys have got to stop with the freak out button. You all, and the, I know the headlines don't help you. Everybody's talking about, is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? A balanced market? A shifting market? Guess what? It's an agent's market right now more Boom. than anything. It's an agent's market. It's your market should you choose to embrace the new market. And I really, especially because of our experience, Tim, I really believe that this is truly an agent's market because of the things that we went through because sellers and buyers will appreciate you guys a lot more. It's a skilled agent market. Correct. Yeah, yes. it's a skills agent market. Yeah. That's what it is. It's agents with skills are going to basically run the commissions. It's already are, happening. Commissions are going to go up. Sellers are are going to reward uh, with higher you know commissions. You're going to have more opportunity to lead generate off your listings. You're going to have more opportunity to attract more sellers to you because of the fact that you sold the house down the street that maybe another agent failed at selling. That's what this market delivers to you, provided you have the skills to seize this opportunity. Mm -hmm. This is what many of you have been waiting for, but you probably just didn't even know it. So guys, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. And remember, please do like and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks to all of you, the dozens of you have given us five-star reviews, especially over on iTunes. We certainly appreciate it. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>